Welcome to the Freedom Founder Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Duggar. And I don't know if you know this, but the average retirement age is around 64 years old, depending on the source you look at. Now, for some of us, that's just fine. We feel like we can continue in that job for a long time, and we're just satisfied with that. But for many others, we're not satisfied with that. And we'd like to find another way where we can retire early. Now, my guest today, Kelly Iannone, is someone who did find an option to retire early. She was a senior leader with Disney, and she found real estate investing as an option, an opportunity to create passive income and grow wealth over time. And now she is helping others. She's the managing partner of Waypoint Commercial Investment Partners, and she helps high-level professionals build and protect their wealth so that they can have financial peace of mind. Uh, when she began, it was in 2017. Now she focuses on large U.S. apartment complexes using the syndication model. She has a portfolio of 679 units, sorry, 579 units throughout the Sun Belt valued at over 65 million. And I should say 579 and counting. Now, she was a former senior leader, as mentioned with Disney. She had climbed that ladder, climbed the corporate ladder, and found it didn't fuel her any longer. Now she's passionate about sharing her experiences of that mindset shift and focusing on accelerating her own path to financial independence, but not just her own. She wants to help others too. So welcome, Kelly. Thanks, Zach. I'm excited to be here and share my story and how others can do it as well. Absolutely. No, I love that. I, I think it's great to hear how there are opportunities that can increase or accelerate that path to retirement. Now, tell us a little bit about your, your experience, though, prior to real estate investing. What type of work had you been doing? What was your role and involvement with Disney? And how long did you work with the company? And did you meet Mickey Mouse and the man behind the mask? Or woman? Uh, there is only, so we just have to make sure we clear that up right on the front end. Uh, but yes, I've met Mickey and Minnie Mouse many times. Um, but you know, I I grew up in a very typical, very typical um, American kind of expectations of what my life would become. You grow up, you go to college, you get a good job, you work for prison, and then hopefully you retire with a pension and your investments, and you retire. Yeah. You know, like you said, Zach, the average is 64. You retire 64, 65, something. So I grew up of what my future journey was going to look like. And coming from a small town in Michigan, I wanted to, I wanted to be an executive for a company. I wanted to wear a suit every day. I wanted to be in. Sure. I was very much on that path and on that corporate ladder. And I started working for the Walt Disney Company when I was. 21 years old, 21 okay. with the company. So I retired at the age of 40. And um, during that time, I worked in a variety of roles. I worked in sales, selling meetings and conventions. I worked in fine for the um, hotels, the 20 plus hotels that we have at the Walt Disney World Resort in Central Florida, as well as helping um, help been launched our boarding our Disneyland properties as well. So I really worked with all of our domestic 
product and building really from a financial perspective, sales and marketing strategy perspective, but then also future growth developments. For that was my path. I was, I was climbing the corporate ladder. I had access to a pension in that job. Um, and that was really the, the path I was on. I found real estate investing where we realized we weren't saving enough in order to reach our ideal lifestyle and retirement and to retire yeah. at the age that we wanted to. We had a target of 55. My parents steps, but um, we realized we weren't saving nearly as much. So we made a decision together that we would continue to earn two incomes while yeah. living in Beth. And so then we went down really the rabbit hole of, well, what do we invest in? What is going to get us to our goals the quickest? Did we want to lock away all of our involvement until about 59 and a half to traditionally pull for them? There are other means to pull earlier, but typically. Um, or were there other options like real estate where we could in and enjoy the fruits of labor through passive income? much earlier in our time horizon. Yep. Well, I'm glad to hear that you didn't decide to go and study how to play blackjack really well and then go to the casino mm -hmm. to try to do it overnight. <laughs> Although you're accelerating that <laughs> retirement, you're you're not you're not going to be moving it into an overnight process. That that's not how real estate works either, but okay. So you transitioned into No. focusing so you transitioned into focusing on real estate and investing in that as you also, you said, keeping the um, incomes going for a period of time. And now you no longer are working with Disney, but you are creating additional cash flow through real estate investment, which is amazing. Now, just to ask in regards yeah. to that, for people that are looking at, well, how could I get involved in something that I could retire early? Um, you mentioned having kind of well, some steps to, to working through a process to retire early or getting to that point. How would you recommend somebody walk through steps to get to where they could also retire early and create an opportunity to have a lifestyle by design? Great question I put my money to work where it really starts with looking kind of inward and understanding where you are from financial from personal finance perspective and being in order to save up and invest enough money in order to retire on we have to first earn money so all those years that I worked I was earning money I'm my goal what is now passive income so I think from a steps perspective, it's really important that people first focus on earning money, but then how do they keep as much as so that that money can multiply on its own without the exchange for your own time and effort. That is how you ultimately create financial freedom. And while it seems so, because as you mentioned, real estate and really any good investment is not a get rich quick scheme. Real yep. estate is really, it, you will get rich, but it is not a get rich continual, continuous investment in the time 
for the asset values to grow in order to add value to properties. But again, it's a compounding effect of investments over an extended period of time in order to really grow, you know, create real wealth. Yeah. Okay. So you have to have an income and then you have to be wise with what you're doing with that income and how you are looking at investing opportunities for growth over time, cash flow, appreciation, and how, th how that gives you that opportunity for growth and compounding over time. Okay. Yeah. And look, Zach, there are ways yeah. that you can invest without money. You're exchanging your time. You're finding yeah. deals with sellers who are in a position where they don't maybe need the money, but they need to get out of a particular situation. So mm -hmm. I'm not saying there's no ways you can invest without money, but if you're looking at freedom where you're not exchanging your time for money, you yeah. need the money in order to invest in deals. And that was, yeah. that was certainly my path where I was able yeah. to create the income. Mm -hmm. to yeah. Oh, that makes sense. And so you did talk about individuals who are, they have income, they don't have time, but they would like to get involved with this type of an opportunity. Talk about those individuals that you've been able to meet and to help facilitate that opportunity to get involved in real estate investing. Do you, and, and, and specifically, if you have any thoughts in regards to their, um, their experiences, because honestly, I think people see people that are in positions who are commonly seen as higher paid positions as they've got it made and they've got all figured out that they'll be all set. And I'm learning that that's not always the case that the higher in income a person has, sometimes they accumulate more stuff, but they're not always planning for the long term. So they're longer work life. Their life may continue to be working just as long into their 60s as anybody else is what i is what i kind of have coined it and as you climb the corporate ladder or whatever job you might have as your income grows it is it is super consumeristic society that our consumption grows along with our incomes so we're always having this this uh lifestyle inflation and the same goes probably president of a company like you still struggle with the same financial literacy um lessons that you know an analyst or a man experience in the company as well because unfortunately our education system in college when you go to college you learn about person you excuse me you learn about finance you have finance and accounting classes but they're always not necessarily personal finance. And as sure. much as they are um, transferable, it's trans super transferable knowledge, it's not put in our mindset that it is. So we're not, a lot of my investors are individuals who are high performing professionals or business owners who may not have access to traditional retirement accounts. Yeah. And they, they take control of their financial destiny but they don't necessarily have the time to go out and buy a single family home and want to invest in it or research which stocks they should be investing in. I ended up what I ended up shifting to do and 
I first invested passively in what's called a real estate syndication, which is simply the pooling of investor capital in order to acquire a large asset. Why, when you said that door count or why, when you said the value of the portfolio, it's rather large and impressive, but it's not just me alone that's investing. Mm -hmm. I have hundreds of investors. I am using time and energy as well as my own capital. My passive investors are investing capital in exchange for the returns and benefits of the deals. And so that's where you are busy and you may have kids and you want to go on vacation and you don't want to deal with the day-to-day hassles of being a landlord. This type of investment strategy enables them to have all the benefits of owning real estate without the headaches of it. Yeah, absolutely. So without the fixing of the toilets or getting the calls to then have the call to make, to find somebody to fix the toilets and whatever else might be occurring with those assets. So they get to be involved in a larger project, um, perhaps a large apartment community and be able to have other people like yourself and other people that you partner with to be able to address any of the ongoing issues and make sure that that asset is performing well so yeah, no, it's a remarkable opportunity that I don't think a lot of people just know about. It's not something like you said, taught in schools that no. in regards to the diversity of opportunities. Like on the front end, you mentioned traditionally, we're taught to learn, to go to school, to get a good job and to put money into a retirement account, 401k, mutual funds. And that's pretty much where that education will end for the most people. So you are creating an opportunity and, to teach others. Go ahead. Yeah, and Zach, you're absolutely right. Most people don't know about, about this. Up until mm-hmm. 2013, I've been placed by the Security and Exchange Commission and that up until 2013, this type of an investment opportunity was only available to the wealthy. You mm-hmm. had to be what's called an accredited investor, meaning you had requirements. It was only open to the wealthy. So this was very much, a country club conversation that would take place as opposed to really being available to main street and so that into this type of investment now that it is open to what we call non-accredited or sophisticated investors who don't meet the accreditation requirement but have a operator and has demonstrated their ability to be able to analyze a particular deal and make a sound investment choice in it. Okay. So it's not just the high net worth individuals that mm-hmm. have access to these opportunities anymore. It can be someone who is a sophisticated investor, meaning that they have knowledge of how these investments work, the risks involved, and the ability to analyze those risks and work with an operator and being able to invest alongside of them. So that's, that's amazing that new doors have been opened just since 2013. Yeah. And it's great because the folks that were on that, you know, that lifestyle creep roller coaster where they've Mm -hmm. grown their income, but they've subsequently grown their expenses as well. They can have this moment, but they all of a sudden have this moment that they can make changes in their spending to free up capital to invest in these type of deals. And then start to build the wealth so it just it's another great investment yeah 
Absolutely. You know, I was just thinking too that that's this coincides well with those that are focusing on minimalism. So instead of moving, instead of that consumerism mindset, focusing on minimal, minimalism and reducing some of their expenses would create opportunities for them to have available additional funds to invest and then create that growth over time. So what a great opportunity at this time in our lives. Wonderful. Well, I have another question that I'd like to ask all of my guests. If you were to be given $1 million today to invest in your business or otherwise, no restrictions though, what would you do with that and why? If I was given a million dollars today to invest in my use, I'm going to call it a hundred thousand yep. to bring on somebody else to help me so that I can help sure. more people. So yep. um, reach more. And then the other 900,000, I think I would use to invest in new deals. New, okay. I mean, I very much, I, I am doing what I'm preaching and this is what has gotten me to the point to be able to would I would be putting it in deals along with my investors. Okay. Absolutely. So you put your money where your mouth is kind of a situation. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. And also bringing other people alongside partnering with others, mm -hmm. whether you're employing them, partnering with others does create more opportunity to help more people. So wonderful. Well, I love that. Now, if people wanted to reach out to you and connect with you, find out more about what you're doing. What is the best way for someone to reach out to you? The best way to reach out to me is through my website. I have a great um, yeah. ebook that's a guide to successful apartment investments. So the great way to reach out to me is through my website and bestwithkelly.com. Okay. That's K-E-L-L-Y. Invest. You want to connect with me on LinkedIn. Okay. Perfect. All right. Well, we'll make note of that and we'll add it to the show notes as well. I'll pop that up here for anybody watching on video, but investwithkelly.com. Um, also can connect on LinkedIn as well, but please do reach out to Kelly. She has a great experience, great knowledge, comes from a background in the corporate world as well, moving into investing in real estate and sees that value that's added there. So if you're considering it, looking at that opportunity, reach out to Kelly. All right. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today, Kelly. I really appreciate it. I, I hope that you're enjoying the weather. I believe that you said you live in Florida, if I'm not mistaken, right? Well, I hope the weather's nicer than yes, it is in Michigan, I where do. you're from. <laughs> um, wonderful. Well, thank you again for joining <laughs> us, and I wish you the best. Thanks so much, Zach. All right. Take care.